This is the Home Health Revealed podcast. Hear stories from real industry leaders discussing topics affecting the ever-changing home health industry. Welcome to Home Health Revealed podcast. I'm your host, Mike Greenlee. And like always, I have my co-host here, Hannah Vale. Hannah, what's up? Hey, I am doing well. How are you? I'm good. So, hey, do you watch soccer? Uh, no. Or Mm-mm. foot or football? Football? No, I do not. Do you? No, actually, my first game I ever watched was like uh, soccer. But I kind of figured out why I don't watch soccer. Why? Well, because we're not good. Oh, <laughs> because America isn't good. I don't think we're that good. So then I watched the other countries play, and I'm like, okay, I get, I see why people are into this. They actually know what they're doing. But you do watch football, right? Like American football. Yeah, I'm a Cowboys yeah. fan. You are. Yeah, it's America's yeah. team. Is it? I grew up watching the Cleveland Browns and they were not good my entire life, but we were fans anyways. So yeah, that is a horrible team. They're still horrible, right? They've had their days. All right. Well, Hey, we got a good guest today. What we got going on? Yes. We have an awesome guest today. I'm really excited about it. Have to always say it. Um, today's guest is Jared Roby and he is vice president of sales at worldview Jared is responsible for leading sales operations. Uh, With his experience, he's had multiple roles at Worldview. He enjoys interaction with both existing and potential clients, along with partners, to learn more about how their products can evolve to continuously add value. So Jared holds a master's degree in managerial communication and has nearly 10 years of experience in the healthcare industry. Outside of work... Jared enjoys spending time with his wife and three children while taking every opportunity he can to participate in several hobbies such as golf. It's a good man right there. Very good man. Golf. Wonder so, what, hey, Jared. I wonder what his handicap is. <laughs> well, we're going yeah, to Welcome to the show. Ask him. Yeah. So, uh, so Jared, let's talk about your handicap here. Man, what, what, what kind of handicap you got? Um, it's a high handicap. There's a reason that I played golf. Um, you know, you were talking about soccer. There's a lot of running in that kind of sport, football, you know, all of those. Um, when I get to ride around in a golf cart, uh, for 18 holes, that just appeals to me much more. So, <laughs> um, I, I play a decent golf game, but by no means, uh, I can keep up with some of the, the best out there. That's for sure. So like a typical sales guy, I ask him a direct question and, mm-hmm. and here's what I get. I, I don't even get the answer. <laughs> <laughs> what's your handicap? Well, I'm like, waiting for you to. I'm waiting for you to invite me down uh, for a round, and then you can find out. Hey, I'm all about there it. So I go. used to be a 7.9 handicap, and then I went and got lessons, and then I became a 12 handicap. I went all the way to 16. <laughs> I've got it back down to 12, but I I should be a seven. But well, for me, it depends on the time of year. I seem to golf the best after uh, a winter layoff. Um, forget all my bad habits, and then I remember them as the year goes along. It is by far the hardest game ever because it is a game where the ball doesn't move, right? So you think, I should be good at this game, right? And the greens are fairly big, so I should be able to hit that green. But it doesn't happen like that. It is a very challenging game. So I'm just Mm -hmm. saying. I'm saying. All right, well, anyway, we're going to get dive into this. Uh, This podcast is brought to you by Health Red Partners. Grow your agency and expand your mission with high-powered revenue cycle management partner, Powered by Velocity, the most advanced coding and billing software in the market for transparency, analytics, and clinical intelligence. So, Jared, tell us a little bit about Worldview. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, So, Worldview is a uh, document management software service provider. Um, You know, you might ask or or folks might ask, what is document management? You know, how does it apply to, you know, the healthcare industry, home health and hospice specifically? Mm -hmm. Um, And 
and when you when you really think about it, you know, ten years ago when we were talking about document management, um, folks would think of you know moving their hard copy documents that are in filing cabinets into a cloud, right? So scanning and storing it and, and making it accessible and retrievable later on. And so that that was true a long time ago. We used to do a lot of on sites with home health agencies, and I, I'm not kidding when I said I've been into their restrooms and there were boxes of patient charts in there. And oh so that was the world uh, a long time ago, but um, it's definitely evolved uh, over the last several years. And in fact, I, I tend to avoid the term document management altogether and focus on, you know, workflow process and automation for patient records. So, um, you know, home health agencies are really processing, you know, thousands of records a, a month for the patients that they're providing service to to facilitate care and billing and, and everything else that they're required to do. And um, what we do is provide a service that adds a lot of automation to that process so that they can accomplish more um, with really, you know, less dedicated focus from their teams and obviously allow for more time spent with the patients, um, caring for their patients and, and being able to, to make the best use of that time. So why... Why Worldview and why can't agencies use their EMR for this or can they? Yeah, yeah. So that's a good question. There's there's a couple different answers. And so understanding where Worldview fits into the picture probably helps um, with addressing that question to, to start with. And so whether it's Worldview or, or really, you know, any system um, that facilitates that automation, you know, there's a there's a slide, actually, I've shown both of you guys um, this slide before that I'd like to show when I'm kind of introducing um, Worldview. And it's really uh, a slide that on you know one side you have the physicians that you interact with, your patients, labs, things like that. On the other side, you have your EMR system, right, where you're managing all of your patients. And then kind of right in the middle, um, you have Worldview. And that's uh, kind of your hub or your middleman that's there to facilitate all of the documentation that you need to send out of your EMR and send back into your EMR and providing um, basically a workflow or a process that doesn't require so many clicks, doesn't require so much typing on behalf of employees. And what we're doing there is basically extending the value proposition for EMRs. And we're picking up kind of where their system leads off, right? So it's not their core capability to manage the documents outside of their system and make those deliveries to physicians, for example, or give you an easy way to upload those documents into their system. And so with our software, with our technology, we can sit in the middle, keep everything electronic, put rules and logic to say, hey, when do you want to send these documents? When do you want to follow up? Um, as they come back in, we can do automatic recognition, apply values you know, automatically as well and attach directly to those EMRs. And so generally what may take a couple minutes for a document now gets reduced down to, you know, a few seconds. So really the short answer, Hannah, to your question is you can do it. There are ways to send things out of an EMR. There are ways to upload documents into the EMR, but it just takes so much more time. And so with reimbursements being cut, um, you know, year over year, you know, for the most part, and being able to try to accomplish more with less, it just, you know, an investment in this area pays dividends for, you know, a provider's operational health. But when we're talking documents, tell me specifically what kind of documents are we talking about and what's the advantage of this? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, there's several documents um, that this includes, and really it all ties to your patients that you're serving. And so 
you have several medical records, whether they be, you know, your consent forms, um, you know, labs, uh, home health change of care notice. You have your physician orders um, that are generated in EMR need to go get signed so that you can actually bill for those services. And then, you know, you have your lifeblood of your organization, which is all of the referrals um, that are coming into your agency that you need to review, accept, um, and process to kick off that uh, care process for that, that patient. So really it, or it includes all of those documents. Um, and so the reason to have something like that is just because, like I mentioned, there are so many different um, you know, types of documents, so much of a high volume that's flowing in and out the benefit to having a system that is automating that is that it's not requiring so many touches. It allows organizations to kind of centralize those processes and not dedicate so many folks to managing what is, you know, tedious, repetitive work when software or technology can kind of take that off their plate and allow them to really focus on more important things such as, you know, their physician development relationship, time with the patient themselves. Um, or even just, you know, other activities that have to take place in the office that they aren't getting to because they're trying to ensure a patient chart is up to date at any given time. I'm thinking through number of clicks and sending things here and there. All of those things are being reduced, right? Mm -hmm. Because the less you have to click around and send things, the more you're going to be able to spend time doing other things, being more productive in, in other areas. So there are a lot of processes that are really impacted by the use of a system like this, from intake to gathering documentation, not only the agency, but then also if you're outsourcing, um, it's really impacting several different parties. You're, you're absolutely right. So um, to start with, everything that you said uh, is exactly correct. Um, we focus a lot on, on partnerships and integrations. And so we talked about EMRs and we talked about the ability to um, be able to handle some of these processes from your EMR. And although you can, um, there's a lot more automation that can happen through a system like ours through an integration. And so with that, we are impacting the medical records, the orders, the intake processing, but then we do extend that even further um, to, you know, your clinicians, to your sales and marketing teams. And so um, what we do inside of our back office system is impacting those uh, departments that we've talked about up to this point. But obviously, a majority of the staff for home health agencies is actually out in the field, right, and they're, they're clinicians. And so we have our own dedicated app to help support them in the field, too, to be able to capture, you know, what is a paper document in the field and route that directly back to the patient chart or um, provide what is paper today in an electronic format and have that fillable at the, t at the point of care, um, capture signatures, um, you know, all sorts of uh, really cool functionality that really just eliminates what is more of a manual effort, more of those manual clicks that you talked about, Hannah, and then improves that accuracy because of the integrations that we have in place. It, it makes it simple to do a patient search, right, and it's going to populate all of the information that you need without having to go in there and, you know, type that in and potentially type in the wrong name or the wrong birth date, whatever it may require to get back into that patient's chart. Does that kind of help from an understanding perspective? Yes, that's, thank you. Um, I can see so many benefits from something like this from many, many different angles. So I think a good question that people will want to know the answer to is what, what is the result of an, an investment like this, which you've kind of answered, right? 
Um, but what kind of investment are they looking at and how should they determine time savings? Yeah. Yeah. Another great question. And you can, you can look at the hard numbers and you can also look at, you know, kind of the fringe benefits that come along with a system like ours. And so, um, when you're talking about just processing documentation as a whole inside worldview, the average time reduction that we're able to offer to agencies is over 90%. Um, so when you start looking at, you know, what it takes to upload documents to an EMR when, when you don't have automation or send those documents out, it, it generally is, you know, two, three minutes per document, which we're taking down to a couple seconds. And so um, when you're looking at that, uh, there's there's hard numbers, right? Um, we see 80% of our orders received in, um, back and signed from physicians in less than seven days. Obviously, that's impacting your cash flow. Yes. Um, you can accept 50% more patients through your intake workflow and make sure you have that visibility. None of those patients are falling through the cracks in your intake process. So you kind of have those hard stats you can look at, but then you have those French that, you know, we've kind of been talking about throughout, and that's, you know, accuracy of the work that's happening, visibility, um, developing better relationships with your physicians, with your patients. So there's just a ton of benefits that come along with this that not only impact your bottom line, but also just improve your overall employee satisfaction, your patient experience, and your physician uh, relationships that you have. So let me ask you this. This is a deep question. So if I'm an agency, how do I know if this is something that I need to look at? Well, I think you have to sit down and, and look at the structure of your organization. Um, and does it, does it feel like it's taking too long? Does it, when you go to look at a patient chart, um, are you constantly missing documents? Are you not able to provide visibility for those who are are providing care because they're sitting in somebody's email box or they're sitting on a fax machine or wherever they may be, there's a delay in having information readily available. Or if you're looking at, you know, your cash flow, maybe you're short on cash this month and you're not able to pay your clinicians or your staff because, um, you know, your orders are sitting outstanding for too long. You're not getting signatures, not able to bill for those services. When you start to look at all of that together and then just how many people it takes to facilitate just the documentation that is happening, not even the care that you're providing these patients, that's when you got to sit down and take a look and say, there's got to be an easier way. And why does everything take so long? Why is everything so manual? How do we automate steps of this process? And maybe it's not end to end. Maybe you're just looking at specific processes that you want to automate. There are ways to get into a service like this for specific areas that you're looking to improve without necessarily taking it all on, right? Because it's technology. I've heard through, you know, previous, uh, you know, uh, podcasts that you guys have had that it's it's tough to adopt everything at once or adopt uh, change at all. You, you talked about um, moving your cheese or moving my cheese and, <laughs> and being able to, to change that, right? So. Um, you can you can kind of tiptoe or, or put your toes in the water to kind of feel it out and, and then expand from there to make sure you're getting the most out of the service. Yeah, we do a lot of <clears throat> a lot of billing, and uh, one of the things that we look at we look at the unbilled and the build, right? And when we're looking at the unbilled, we typically see it's a lot of orders just sitting there, um, and they can't get the claim out the door. And so you're right when you look at the DSO, it affects the DSO, which affects the cash flow and and, you know, with, with cash flow being low, I mean, it's hard to invest. It's hard to, to recruit. Um, 
so when when um tell tell me some of the um some of the challenges that you solve for agencies with some of the challenges that we solve for yeah so you you know like i always go to these uh, we go to a lot of shows conferences conferences and i always i would be overwhelmed if i was to walk into some of these conferences and just see all these people here right and I always think, mm-hmm. okay, there's a lot of people trying to sell something or, or promote something. But there's, then there's certain things that you got to have in place. If you want to run a, a really smooth operation, you want to get paid for the services you're offering, you want to have a great DSO, you want to you build for the future, right? There are in this documentation management and the, and the shortfalls that you have experienced. If I'm, if I'm an agency and I don't really know what exactly it is that, that I need to help bridge some of these gaps. Tell us some of the challenges that when you're speaking with a lot of agents, because I know you've been doing this for a long time and man, I've, I've, I've heard your presentations. I know what you do. You're super cool dude. And, and you're the most authentic guy I've ever met. Um, so in that, when you're talking with agencies, tell me just what, what challenges you see that maybe they're not even aware of that you come in and, and, and help with. You know, one one common challenge uh, that I like to address as a part of any conversation that we're having, you know, with a potential client is just understanding how their operation is performing as it relates to all of these various processes that we've talked about up to this point. Um, what I've noticed with a lot of agencies, especially uh, multi-site agencies, is that um, from a leadership perspective or an executive level perspective, it's hard to really understand um, how your how your organization is performing um, as it relates to your patient records, your orders, your cash flow at an individual location level without having a system like this. Because, right, if you have, say, 10, 10 sites, for example, everybody kind of does something a little bit different. Um, and when you start to look at a system like ours, you're building it out to provide standardized processes for your entire organization, regardless of the location. And so when you do that, it makes it easier um, for your onboarding and bringing on new staff because there is set workflows for folks to follow and understand how they're doing that work. And then that work that's occurring through those systems at the various locations, it all kind of comes up into a dashboard through our system for those executive teams or, you know, leadership throughout that organization to understand how they're performing, how they're operating, how they're getting paid, um, how they're able to perform that patient care. Um, so when I, when I look at this, one, one area or one aha that a lot of people get as we start to talk is, that they realize that there is just no standardization and everybody kind of does something their own way and that way works for them, but it doesn't necessarily work at the enterprise level and you're not seeing consistent results across the entire organization until you have a platform like this that's managing these processes on your behalf. Yeah, it makes it hard to scale. Exactly, exactly. So the question that I am anxious to ask is why worldview? What sets Worldview apart from other platforms that can maybe also handle these processes? Yeah, good, good question. Um, there are, you're right. There's, there's other platforms out there, and I, you know, when I talk to anybody, I encourage everybody to um, 
do their homework, right? Um, just as if you were looking at an EMR as it relates to, you know, your document automation, um, check out what's available. Um, when I speak to folks, um, there's kind of three areas that I would typically focus on. And one being um, just the service that you're going to get from Worldview. Um, we take an approach um, that is not similar to others. And, it, you know, the way I look at services, I want to be treated like I'm the only customer, right? Yes. Um, I don't want to be another number. Um, I know that's the same um, outlook that you and your team have. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's my approach is as you come on board, you're going to get immediate responses to, you know, potential issues that come up. It's technology, right? There's always going to be something that comes up. But also just the relationships that me, uh, my team, my executive team are able to develop with these customers. You kind of always have our direct numbers. So if you feel like you're not getting what you need, um, nobody's out of reach. So customer service is a big thing. Um, just the automation side. And so we can't get into the weeds here today. Um, but as we go through our implementation, we configure this in a way that not only suits your organization, but is best practice based on what we've learned um, in our history. And so we want to look at every opportunity to automate steps that are otherwise manual. And so when it comes to worldview, I feel like we offer a lot more automation. We're not necessarily just a a system where documents go into and you have to move them around and you can take action on them. No, there's, there's workflows in place to make sure that certain criteria is met. And if it is, it's going to trigger those processes automatically. And then the last thing I would mention is just, you know, broader offerings. Um, I encourage anybody, whether it's our services or any other type of services, um, look into what the organization or potential vendor partner has to offer beyond exactly what you're looking for. And so what I mean by that is, you know, for us specifically, we talk a lot about patient records today and, and orders, physician orders, anything that's related to what you're processing for those patients. Um, but there's a whole nother side of our offerings that, that we didn't even get into. And so we're actually an enterprise system. So we have a lot of healthcare organizations that expand their usage with us to their HR uh, side of the business, their onboarding process their accounts payable, their contract management. And so what that really allows our clients to take advantage of is having a one-stop shop for all of their documentation needs, right? And so at that point, you're not contracting with three, four different companies to manage these processes. You're not cutting three or four checks a month to pay for those services. You kind of have that one throat to choke, if you will. And so that's (laughs) something I I always like to yeah, I like to, <laughs> I like to point sometimes. out. You have one company to go to and talk to. You know, you you mentioned automation, and I, we are big fans of automation. Um, and automation always kind of ties to analytics. Share with us a little bit about in the documentation field, what type of analytics are provided, and how do agencies use those analytics? Yeah, so we we have a pretty robust reporting platform that uh, is is real time um, for organizations. And um, that can be at an individual user level, that could be uh, at a leadership level, depending on the type of information you're trying to gather. Um, One big one is gonna be just user productivity uh, through our system. And so um, there's always gonna be potential bottlenecks in your process. And being able to drill down to understand where those bottlenecks are, even down to the individual user level is important because 
if you can see how your team is performing compared to their peers, you can adjust processes, you can do additional training, you can make sure everybody's on the same level and following the standards that your organization has set. But then when you start to look at, you know, how are other parties performing, those parties that you're interacting with, such as, you know, physicians that you're working with for um, orders, we give information related to, you know, how, how long does it take to get an order signed and returned by a given physician? How many sends does it take? How many times are you following up before that gets returned? And so you can kind of assess who are the physicians that, you know, are just really easy to work with, right? And I don't have to do anything. Or who are those that I need to do a little bit more hands-on follow-up with? And because the system's automating a lot of the manual tasks, I can work on developing those relationships further, educating, you know, why this is so important to get these back to me. Um, so that's another key area. And then last but not least, we talked about intake earlier, but reporting and understanding like who your best referral sources are. Mm -hmm. um, you always want to continue to develop those relationships, but also those where maybe you're not getting as many referrals. And so you can put some more dedicated effort based on the reporting that we're providing the analytics to understand where do I need to continue to improve to help my organization grow, help my organization get more business, more patients that we can serve uh, on behalf of our industry. You know, within the technology and the analytics that y'all provide, is there any, like, so, so let's say I'm an agency, I have the analytics, but maybe I still don't know what to do. You guys help in any of those areas? Like, cause you guys got the expertise in this, right? And, and so you've got some data, you've got some benchmarks, I'm assuming that say, okay, here's where you are today. Here's where you need to be. Is there anything like that? So if I'm an agency and I'm like, okay, what do I need to do to improve my data? Yeah. I want to get, I want to, here's where I am. Here's where I want to get to. If, if I go yep. with, with worldview or, or, you know, anybody within that type of industry, what, what am I looking at here? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it it kind of ties back to a conversation we had previously. And I think your, um, your outlook, uh, your team's outlook is you kind of want to work yourself out of the, out of a job. <laughs> you yes. want, you want to help these organizations perform so great that they almost don't need you. And so we tackle that a, a few different ways. I think one of them that is most important is having dedicated customer success managers on our team um, that are interacting with our clients on a, a very frequent basis. And whether it's monthly business reviews, quarterly business reviews, maybe it's uh, more frequent than that. Uh, what we typically like to do is compare the results that this client is experiencing with our system to what is kind of the industry standard or what are their peers doing through our system and are they above what that baseline is? Are they below? And then if they are missing the mark as it relates to just what should be expected with our system, that's where we kind of take off that, uh, you know, customer success hat, but put on our consultation hat and talk to them about where they need to improve or what changes they need to make with their follow-up or what, um, you know, templates or, or different uh, recognition can they set up in our system to help really reduce the overall time spent in these areas. So um, there's kind of two aspects of that. One, just knowing the information and how you compare to your peers, but then also making sure that you have a team here at Worldview that consults you on how do you make improvements there. And so it's kind of that high-touch um it's a high touch relationship that you're looking for when you're partnering with a, a vendor partner 
and that's that's really the approach that we take to to help organizations improve. Yeah, man, I I love it because I am I, I'm like that's my whole mission is like if you're going to provide a service, don't make it just a transaction. I mean, because at the end of the day, there's so many hats that I see all these agencies wearing that they need to partner with the right companies that are going to go the extra mile for them. And I even hate the word vendor. You know, we say it all the time because, you know, we're referred to as vendors. Uh, but a vendor to me is somebody that says, hey, I want to sell you a product that's supposed to solve your problem. And then they, then, then once you buy it, you're gone and, and then they've got to figure it out, right? And I, and I just, that model to me is broken. And I think it puts a lot of agencies at risk because the software is a great piece, right? Because it helps you automate. But then there's got to be the piece tied to that that says, Here, let us help you improve through the analytics, through the platform, you know, just like with RCM, just like with document management, it's, it's one thing to have the platform. It's another thing to have the support behind the platform. Yes. And data is only as good as what you do with it. And so the conversations around that data, the plans that you create to improve based on the data are really, I think where the value comes. Yeah. And Jared, one thing I love about y'all is you guys, you're not looking to sell anything, right? I mean, you're looking to say, hey, it, are we a good fit? Can we help you grow? Can we help us scale? Can we help you improve processes? So, you know, it's one thing I was, I was so happy that, you know, you were making time to be on the on this call because, you know, it, it's a it's a big problem out there. And I, I just, I feel like there's just some reserve to want to really solve some problems because of the fact that, hey, who can I trust in today's marketplace that's going to help me get to the next level? And um, I, I will tell all the listeners out there that Jared, I mean, he's as cool as the other side of the pillow. And sometimes I think people just don't know what they need, right? They don't even know what's out there that can be automated and the benefits that they could derive from that. So even if somebody, so say somebody says, you know what, this might be something that's great for me. At least I want to look into it for my organization. Where can listeners find additional information about Worldview? Um, any links? Where can they find you? Yeah, th thank you. And uh, yeah, I guess the easiest way to find us would be um, on our website. So it's just worldviewltd.com. Um, a lot of great information about our services out there. Um, a lot of content that is downloadable, such as, you know, webinars uh, based on, you know, customers' experience or the results that they've seen from our solutions. Um, if you do have interest in learning more, like both of you have said, uh, this doesn't have to be a, a pushy experience. We just want to educate. And, you know, we're not, we're not pushing to make something a fit that isn't a fit, right? Um, but you have to learn more to, to understand if it is. So the website is best. We also post a lot of great blog content um, on our social media uh, accounts. So you can find us on LinkedIn. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, really, really everywhere. So um, I'd be interested in, in having you guys go out, visit, learn more uh, on our website. Um, if you do want to reach out and you want you know, myself, for example, uh, to reach out, you can always um, email me at jrobey at worldviewltd.com. I'd be happy to respond as well. You know, you, when you said the World Wide Web or you said the, you, you forgot the WW, you always got to say the oh, WW. Do well, I don't, <laughs> I don't think you do, but I'm so old school. I still do WWW. And when people ask me, what is your website? I was like, WWW. I'll add the links that you just gave to the write up on this podcast. So if somebody does want to go click directly to your website, I'll add that link. 
That way they can go. I mean, I'm just thinking through, I didn't even realize you guys did stuff for HR and, and so many different things that are usable, not just within home health and hospice organizations, but all over. Well, more importantly, the next conference you and I go to, we're, we're going to play golf. We're going to settle the score. Yes. yes, I love it. And when you do post those links, Hannah, make sure you put the www before. So <laughs> Noted. That, uh, so that Michael navigates correctly. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, Jared, thank you so much for your time, my man. Yes. Same to both of you. I, I really enjoy the opportunity to be on here, and hopefully we can do it again someday. All right, cool, man. Thanks for having